Okay, welcome everybody. I have our conference recording started. Uh, stand by for just a couple of moments. We're, we're about two minutes early, uh, but I'm going to quickly open the line here for as long as I can uh, so we can do a little bit of a roll call. I know we have an awful lot of people joining us today, so it might get a little noisy. I'll have to switch it back over here, but hang on 10 seconds for me. Let's uh, sound off if you're on the line so far. Hang on. Okay, who, we have, who, who do we have on the line with us so far? Just kind of jump in there and let, let us know who's on with us. Good to see you. Hey, Hey, guys. How are you? Fantastic. We have a lot from 301. Who's 301? That's that's crazy. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, Roger Cavanaugh. And what was your name again? Yeah. Didn't take one. Okay, hang on. Yeah, well, it was a it was a laudable goal, but uh, you know, as as it does happen on these conference lines, there's an awful lot of background noise. So, uh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, we have, we have a lot to accomplish today. Uh, we have several call. We have a couple of questions that were submitted by email uh, over the last few days, last couple of weeks. And interestingly enough, uh, two or three of them were on the same topic uh, of converting some of these Groupon leads into enrollment. But really, when you read into the question, there's some deeper issues there. So we're going to take some time to talk, to talk through the enrollment process, regardless of whether or not we're uh, focused on a group on leads or not. Um, so we're going to kind of we're, we're going to take some time to, to work through that. We have an awful lot of logistics uh, to discuss here quickly at the beginning of our time. Uh, some events that are coming up that you may want to know about, and an awful lot of uh, new enhancements on the website, and some things like that that I think are going to be interesting for for folks. Um, first, let me start with, we'll, we'll get back to our sales conversation here uh, in just a few moments, but I wanted to roll out to a slightly larger audience now uh, the, the final beta test of our uh, we'll help you follow up with your students system, right? And as you well know, uh, we have a lot of, inside of NATMA, inside of our organization, inside of the services that we offer, uh, we, we do an awful lot of things, Right? And, you know, first and foremost, we're an education platform, right? First and foremost, we're here to help you master the operational components, master the marketing components of, of operating a successful martial arts school. And there is, there, is, there is really no organization on the earth that has as much talent and skill at, at accomplishing that at a very high level than we do. Um, I mean, if you just look at the four of us, uh, you know, between the four of us, I think, we, yeah, I think we've been responsible for like 70 schools. Uh, you know, and, and, and over, over a long period of time operating at a very high level of success. And, you know, obviously, that's our first and foremost objective, right? So we're very, very much focused on helping folks master those fundamental skills. At the same time, in that process, we also know that there are an awful lot of pieces, moving pieces of the puzzle that we can help do for you, right? Uh, you know, if you look back 15 years when that first started, uh, you know, one of the first products that they offered, one of the first services that they offered to their members was, you know, a done-for-you student newsletter, right? And at the time, you know, it was awfully difficult to do desktop publishing and to have graphics and things like that. So to have that type of a service, you know, 15 years ago was a very uh, big deal, you know? It was a big deal to have somebody produce a document like that that you could get to your students and things like that. And obviously, since then, we've expanded that dramatically over 15 years and, frankly, very dramatically over the last two years. And so um, a 
wanted to walk you through the, you know, the kind of bigger new piece of the puzzle today and to give everybody some level of comfort with how it works or some level of confidence with how it works and, and have a bigger beta test group. So, again, before we transition into our conversation about our specific sales topics and, and any other questions that we had uh, submitted uh, today, I wanted to walk everybody through that. So, here's basically uh, the outline of what I'm describing. Uh, we, if you look through how our NATMA programs are stacked, uh, they're designed, and this is programs for students directly. So if you look at our orientation program, the National Black Belt Club, uh, the, the leadership program, NATMA leadership program, and the gold team, uh, these parallel what you're doing in your school, regardless of how your current operation is orchestrated, right? So if you, if you already have a black belt club, if you already have a leadership program, maybe you have a master club, whatever the case is, whatever your current programs are in your school, uh, you draw basically a parallel line, you know, to, to these programs, and these will help you facilitate those objectives, right? So, for example, the National Black Belt Club, uh, basically, in its previous iteration, was you can order, uh, you know, you know, supporting doc material if you like. You know, they can get a patch on their uniform, and they get a little thing, and a membership card, and a certificate, and all that sort of stuff. And we have some, you know, good-looking things like that that you can use so that you don't have to go recreate the wheel and design things and all that sort of stuff. You can just order them. They come in a little kit. You give them to the students, and they're great, right? Then from as, from an ongoing servicing standpoint, obviously we have schools of many, many, many different styles, so we, we tend not to focus on physical curriculum so much, or at least not, you know, here's a front kick and here's a side kick. We, we tend to focus mostly on, uh, from a physical standpoint, we tend to focus on how to teach, right? right? teaching methodology, teaching pedagogy, strategies, things like that, classroom management strategies. But so the other side of the fence, the mental side, uh, is a huge opportunity for us to help support you. So, for example, the National Black Book Club, you know, every month there's a there's a, a newsletter and a series of emails and things like that that your students can get uh, who are members of that program that reinforce the value of what they're doing, right? Reinforce the value of training, reinforcing the value of becoming a black belt, training long-term, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, again... If you look at how those programs stack, the orientation program, National Black Belt Club, NAMA's leadership program, and the gold team, the gold team would be an instructor training program. Uh, those are that's kind of how we segment out uh, the the content that we're delivering to you. That's specifically for your students. It's it's there as a resource for you. It's there as a tool. It's there to help take work off of your plate, right? Uh, if you look at the Kickin' Newsletter, for example, we, we, we enroll all of our students to be able to get the Kickin' Newsletter. And, you know, the previous iteration of that document had a blank page in it. And one of the biggest objections that we had, one of the biggest challenges that we had with, with some of our members was, you know, they love to use the, the newsletter for their students, but it required them to go in and edit the thing, right? Because there's a blank page. So they had to go in and fill it up with their activities and students of the month and birthdays and things like that. And that's how you should do it. I mean, that's that's pretty effective, right? It's pretty useful because it, it makes everybody feel, uh, you know, like a celebrity and they get their name in the newsletter and things like that. But it just added more work to your plate, right? So what we've done over the last, let's say, 18 months is, is we've dramatically reformatted and reshuffled all of those processes so that you still have the option to use it in that form if you like, right? You still have the option to... You know, download the documents, do whatever you want to do, you know, edit them, change them, whatever, you know, personalize them, customize them, and, and use them. But at the same time, we've also created an entire new set of all of that stuff that you can do completely hands-off, right? 
So, for example, the Kicking Newsletter, you, 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 now there's four versions of the thing that you get, right? And each month, the, the, that new version populates, I think, four, you know, three or four weeks ahead of time or whatever. And you can go in and uh, you can use the version that's completely done. And you can just print it and hand it, hand it off. Or you can use the version that we email to you, and you can just go in and, you know, customize that email if you like and send it out to the students. But this is the next iteration. And for if you're a people former inner circle member on the call, We've probably already talked about this, but for everybody else, this is this is my main point for right now. Uh, we have a brand new service where we can actually do all of that for you, and we can actually deliver it for you as well. Right now, just electronically. Uh, in the future, we may do a physical version as well. But so, again, if you, if you go into the members website, I did a little video to describe how this works. So I, I don't want to reiterate the entire thing right now. But here's basically the the gist. If you would like your students to get communication from you at the school, looks like it's coming from you, um, that reinforces the, the programs that we were just talking about, we can do that for you uh, from, from an electronic standpoint, from an email standpoint. So if you go into the member's website, and there's a link on the right-hand side in the gray navigation across the top, the main navigation area. It says secrets, right? It's, and it's just kind of a link I put there so that we have the ability to get to these pages. If you click that link, you'll go to the data entry screen. And for, for all intents and purposes right now, we're just calling this thing the IMAPMA app, right? Uh, I'm sure we'll have a better a description for it at some point. But basically how this works is we already have the, the, the systems completely set up so that you can subscribe your students or prospects or whoever you want, really. And you can subscribe your students to get this communication automatically without you lifting another finger, right? So... Uh, Again, there's a little video that describes how to use it, but basically all you do is fill the form out. At the bottom of the form, there are little checkboxes where you can decide what programs the student should be receiving. So, for example, if there's just an orientation student, you might just click the Kick a Newsletter. Now, if you click that, it's, there's a little description right alongside of it. Every week on Monday, they'll get an email with the new Kick a Newsletter content. And that content is pretty useful for you as a school operator because it'll have you know, articles about the benefits of training. It has testimonials from, from students who had a lot of, you know, who have experienced a lot of success through their training, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so all of the content, it also helps, by the way, promote your ambassador program. It helps to promote your black belt club. It helps to promote your leadership program. It helps to promote the gold team, the, the instructor program. It helps you do all that stuff with literally without you having to lift another finger, right? So... Again, visit that page, just click this link, you know, this, it's a secret link, and, and check it out, watch the little video. So, just to kind of walk you through the entire process, if I subscribe someone to that Kicking Newsletter, every Monday they get the Kicking Newsletter by email automatically. If I put them in the National Black Book Club as well, then then uh, they get the monthly National Black Book Club communication as well. So that, that'll add to that. If they're in the leadership program, they'll get that as well. If they're in the instructor program and the whole team, they'll get that as well, right? And all the all the scheduling and everything is outlined for you on the website. It's pretty self-explanatory, but uh, that's basically how it works. If you want to remove somebody from, you know, to stop them getting that subscription, all you have to do is put their name and email and their country, and you'll see it on the web form, and then just check, check the remove button, and it'll automatically stop sending that stuff to them. So you have you maintain control over all of that, and then, in addition to that, you know, there, there may be a case where you want to see who's subscribed and who isn't and things like that. 
and there's just a little link over on the right-hand side that says My Student List. And you can click that, and it'll just show you a list of everybody who you have in the system and what they're subscribed to, what subscriptions they have. Do they have a ticket subscription? Okay, well, great. Well, I want to add, you know, National Black Belt Club Bill, right? Something like that. So uh, I've only, we've only told a handful of people about this so far. We've had maybe 40 people beta testing it for us, and so far it's worked without a glitch, right? It's working very well. And now I want to put a little bit more pressure on it to make sure that all the systems are working completely appropriately. So um, that's basically how that's basically how the system works. So this is again sort of the latest iteration of, of the things that we have the ability to do for you that basically just take that burden off of your plate completely. Obviously, the cost for that is that you lose a small amount of customization, right? So if I'm a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school, uh, they're not you know the people in the pictures aren't necessarily always going to be wearing a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uniform. But, like, who cares, right? Um, but it does have, by the way, in, in the content of the emails, it, it, it mentions your school. It has your contact information. Um, it looks like it's coming from the National Association, but from you as a, as a, as a member, right? So we're bringing a lot of pieces of the puzzle together to make that work. Yeah? Did I hear something? Yeah, I, I got a question. Uh, I've been... Uh, uh, Doing that, and uh, it has my uh, personal email at the bottom. How do I get that changed to my school's email? Yeah, well, yeah, we we we, we talked about this last week. Uh, the way the system is working is it's basically pulling your profile from the member's website, right? And and that's kind of how the system is. is that's the infrastructure that the system is built on. So, um, um, Whatever email you have as your contact information, you know, your contact email inside of the system is what's going to go into their contact record. It's what it's going to be sent to. So the best recommendation that we have, we, we talked about this in, on our last call, is is set up an email address with your, you know, Gmail or whatever that automatically forwards it out to the people that it should go to. For example, if you have a multi-school environment, you could you could set up an email address called like priority at you know, napma.com or something like that, priority at myschool.com. And that has a distribution list behind it that automatically goes to all the schools. And then now any email that goes to that address, everybody gets it and you see it, you know, something like that. So, make sure you explain, though, how to go at it what's in their contact record. Because that, that, that's, you know, in, in, for most people, that's the biggest thing is they have, you know, um, um, a uh, you know, like we would use Westminster at mylikekarate.com, and then it might have for me Stephen Oliver Knapp at gmail.com, and the, the, the two are are, are are different. And uh, um, so, how, how do they go in and edit what's in there, what's in their member record? Yeah, you just go to my profile. There, there's or my account. There's a link in the gray navigation across the top. This is my account, and, and you in, can, the, in the in the member website. Right? Yeah, on the member website. Okay. Yeah, in the, in the yeah. top gray navigation. And then um, there's just a little link that says, you know, edit profile. When you go down to it, says, it says personal information. It'll have your picture and if you put your picture there. And, uh, and all of your email addresses. I'm sorry? And that's where my email address is and my personal information. Exactly. So, so then just click edit profile. And that'll take you to a, to a screen where you can change that. And then from, from, here, forward, from here forward, that email will be in, the, in that content. And it is kind of a dumb system, so to speak, meaning that um, 
that email, it's pulling your information from the website so that you don't have to fill it in again, basically, right? So it, it's just in an effort to make sure that we don't make any data entry mistakes and things like that. So, yeah, just go to my profile, click edit, click edit my profile, and you can change that email address in there, and it'll, that, that will go into the future into the rest of them. Uh, if, you want, if you want to change... I'm oh, sorry? Yeah. Will that change all my other communications to my school email address as well from you guys? Everything will go to that address. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I was talking about kind of like a distribution email, like a primary email address or, or like a priority email address that, you know, sits at the top of your inbox, you know, but also it goes to where it's supposed to. You, you know what I'm saying? I've been talking about that privately because I'm not sure how to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should definitely walk you through that. It, that is, it's pretty easy. It, it's When you're dealing with, especially when you're dealing with multi-schools, that becomes a pretty big issue. Because, you know, in, in my view, you want to have transparent, you know, transparent vision into basically every email that goes to all the schools, right? So so there's easy ways to set that up outside of the system that, well, that, you know, we're well. Explain for a second what you just said, though, is you can have um, um, uh, an email address. Um, like I always had, like all schools on myonlinecarate.com, and then it would go to all, all of the different schools. And then you could have, you know, leads or student communication at, you know, aka.com or whatever, whatever your your email address is. But you can go back in, and when you set up that targeted email address, you can give it a distribution list. So in, in other words, you can have it automatically forward to three email addresses, two email addresses, a hundred if you wanted to. Um, you've got to you've got to be a little judicious in some of that stuff. And what you may want is like an admin email address and then a human being forwards it. Um, but um, uh, the other thing you just said, Toby, is if, if you have five locations and each location has its own email address, um, it makes no sense not to copy yourself on everything. And you can certainly copy yourself into an email box where all your personal communication and everything else, you're not going to have to sort through it. But I've always had across multiple locations at any point of contact where it was doable. And if everything put a recorded, you know, a recorder on the incoming phone lines or now you can have a, uh, a web-based system where you record all the, all the incoming calls live, uh, to, you know, to copying yourself on the email addresses and, and a lot of times what happens is, you know, there may be something that goes to the receptionist at one of your locations that really you should know about. Um, and I've had it from, you know, in the positive, a glowing testimonial that would get lost in the shuffle if I didn't copy myself to some horrendous, you know, better be dealt with, the guy better be fired tonight, uh, staff problem that, you know, that went to um, uh, uh, an email address and maybe the guy who was the problem was the only one who was going to see it if you didn't have your self-copied. So in, in all those situations. But, but um, again, to expand on what you just said, um, um, Matt Murray, is if you go into that um, 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 edit my profile, then what you can do is um, um, you can then... Um, edit your email address, but also the school phone number, um, and in those email addresses, the school address. So you want to make sure the school name, school website, school street address, city state, 
um, that's your school phone number. And I don't know, is the mail merging in the fax number anymore? Tell me. I, I, I don't think I'm using fax now. Yeah, I, I doubt it. But but if you, if you want to make sure that once you set this up, that the email address that you want for the people on the newsletter list to see is the one that's in there. And if you have something where, you know, let's let's say our communications to you about this teleconference and so forth, uh, if that's going to a different email address, then you know, set it up with a simple forward where where it copies you on 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 both things, and then you won't miss anything. Um, the next iteration probably will be that you can define that so you can separate out our communications, our back end uh, CRM system. Uh, right now, isn't that flexible, unfortunately? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there, there, there's some simple solutions that, that are kind of that are relatively technical, and I can we can definitely walk you through that. No big deal. And if you want to change the ones that you currently got in there. Um, you know, shoot me an email with the updated stuff, and I, I think we can go in there and do that manually for you. Um, but the, the, I, I guess the point would be um, this service basically is structured in such a manner that, again, it merges in your information, the information that's in your profile, to the email that goes to the students, which is pretty pretty cool, right? Because now it says, in, in many of the emails, it says, hey, you know, dear student, you're getting this because you're a member of XYZ school. And XYZ School is a member of the world's, the world's leading, you know, martial arts trade association uh, who's investing in your education, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so we, we, have, a, we have the ability to do that third-party endorsement pretty thoroughly, and we're going to be expanding on that as we go. So um, so I guess what I'd ask everybody to do is just go to that, you know, it's a secret link, watch the little video, check it out, let me know what your thoughts are, right? Let me know what, what, you're, what, you're, you know, what you're thinking, uh, what, what may perhaps, you know, features you'd like to see or how you'd like to see it operate, whatever. But give it a test. You know, put yourself in there, put a couple of students in there, put a couple of maybe prospects in there, whatever, um, and you can see what and you can see sort of see what happens. Um, so again, you know, right now we're in sort of the I'm not even sure if I'd call it beta at this point. I mean, this is probably a release candidate now. I mean, it's working. Yeah. Uh, we have lots of people that are using it. I think I looked in there the other day, and there's uh, like 1,100 students right now um, that are getting communication from us now every week, uh, sometimes two times a week, depending on what the, what the content is. Um, and then as you look through the video, I'll also show you on the video that how the content looks. So when they click a link from the email, they come back to our site, you know, where, for example, in the leadership program, they actually can watch the videos right on our server. You know, right, right, you know, you don't have to deal with it, right? So, I mean, they're getting the content that you want them to be getting at the time that you want them to be getting it, and you basically just don't want to do anything. I mean, it's, it's, you know, again, our intent with this entire thing was how do we make this easy? How do we make it simple and seamless and just have it all happen for you so you don't, you don't have to worry about it, right? So, uh, again, put some more pressure on that system for me. Go in there, check it out. Let me know what your thoughts are. Shoot me emails with any comments that you might have or any, any thoughts you might have, uh, what's clear, what's unclear, you know, uh, those types of things. And we're, we're pretty excited about the potential behind this. Um, we're going to be expanding it pretty dramatically pretty quickly. So uh, your, your feedback is very useful in that process. So um, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, and, and, and let's let's not undersell this at, at all. I've talked to, as you know, Matt Millray last month, a whole bunch of multi-million-dollar, multi-school operators. You know, all the way up to eleven, twelve million a year, and essentially nobody. I don't know as though I have yet come across somebody that when I ask them about inactive student follow-up, lead follow-up, student touches, 
is doing anywhere near what we would consider adequate, much less uh, uh, successful, right? And on Kicking Newsletter is, you know, it's a concept that goes way, way, way back, and I'm not sure where, where it, it's from, but what I have always found from a purely a business standpoint is you have three elements that are important. Element number one, which I always thought was most important, is for communications about the value of martial arts and the value of the school and one thing or another to be constantly going out to any student who has not been active in class. Number two is to be going out to everybody who raised their hand that they're even a little bit interested in your program. And, of course, number three is, and we, we tend to all forget about this, constant testimonial and and reference points to your existing students about one they made the right decision two is lots of other people are having great results and three that you're you know a real credible successful focused operation and what what this system does now is it gives what that the, at the lowest level another 52 touches a year to inactive students and to uh, uh, prospects or to uh, the lower-level students. That, that's completely done for you. All you have to do is enter the data. And then at the um, at the upper end of the spectrum is, again, big operations, um, even millions, multimillion-dollar operations. Their level of depth and leadership curriculum usually is not terribly good. And an awful lot of, of, of ones that we're working in at uh, with the higher end even is they get bogged down in, in implementation on the on the leadership curriculum. But the on on that end, uh between the goal team material for the assistant instructor training and the high end of the leadership program, but all this new leadership material and again it's all new within uh, uh what's really the last um, uh ninety days. But one is it takes all of the brain damage out of the life skills, the success skills component of your leadership program. And the second is is that what this automatic system is delivering is phenomenal content, including monthly video clips, and it's a complete 36-month uh, uh, leadership curriculum that rotates into um, um, on to overlay into the goal team as they move into the assistant instructor level. So the amount of content, uh, and, you know, and kudos to Master Melroy and Mary Kahura and, and Dave and the rest of the technical team behind the scenes. We've got a big team, thousands of hours and, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars into this, is it's, you know, don't oversell it. It's, it's dramatic. And it's, again, I do see, and I, I, I'll, I'll reemphasize Master Melroy, a lot of people are trying to reinvent the wheel. Is you know you should have the introductory uh, program or basic program, and you need to have a black belt club as a fallback for the ones that that don't immediately go into leadership. And then you need to have extensive uh, assistant instructor and instructor training. And and we're gradually uh, uh, expanding at the, at the upper level to make the staff training element of it drip on them on a consistent basis as well. But I, I want to make sure we don't understand that national work because it's extremely, extremely valuable. Uh, and uh, a ton of money and uh, uh, resources have gone into uh, getting this up and running for everybody. 
Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty useful. And, and I mean, the next iteration, um, if we figure out how to segment segment everything tightly enough to work on lead conversion, that's the next sort of marching order. But, um, um, you know, that's a whole other piece of the puzzle. But there's there's an awful lot of content here. I mean, I, mean, I think there's like, a, well, like well, 1,100 pieces. Uh, that, yeah, but there's already there's, but there's already fifty you know fifty two touches a year for their leads. I mean they just exactly. they just enter them into the kick a newsletter uh, component of it. And and and, uh, and again, you know to me it's also extremely important for all of those people who uh, uh, you know I mean most people who quit don't quit because they don't like you. They 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 fade out because they get in the middle of soccer season or they were you know hammered at work and couldn't make it. And so to keep dripping on them. On a uh, on a regular basis is, is, is extremely extremely important. Well, good. Um, um, so so that was that. Are we ready to shift to our next topic, Matt Miller? Or did you have uh, some more on that? Okay, fantastic. Hey, um, um, what we want to do today, and I have uh, uh, between you and I, we have four or five questions that all relate to this topic, but. Um, what we want to talk about is the most efficient and effective way to uh, uh, for the introductory and enrollment process. And what we want to to point out also as we as we do this, and we've been a little lax in the past. We want to make sure that we're really on top of pointing you at the resources that are that are um, in the member section uh, to um, uh, to support all these things. But the, what we want to do is, is really nail into, for about 30 solid minutes, the questions that we have. I, I know you have two or three, and I have two or three, but they all kind of come back, back to, to the same issue. Uh, and, and by the way, Master Miller, before we go any further, I want to thank at least uh, uh, two or three people. You may have a couple of others. But, you know, we talk about the Ambassador Program, which is um, one of the now done for you, additional done for you, student referral programs. Uh, but we've had a, a great number of referrals just in the last uh, couple weeks. And um, um, one person I wanted to make sure that uh, that gets recognized publicly is Master Tracy Thomas of Go-To Karate, who sent us a, a slew of people. And for any of those who weren't on the previous calls, you know, um, you know, he's having success with pouring a lot of traffic in for his members at GoToKarate.com from Groupon. And a lot of them are not having great success at the conversion ratio, um, and that's what he's pointing us to, uh, pointing them to us for is to teach them how to convert 60, 70 percent of them to enrollments rather than uh, sometimes 15 or 20 percent. The other one is Jeff Patterson, one of our inner circle members uh, uh, up in uh, uh, Portland. He's got a very successful Muay Thai, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, uh, MMA uh, school, also has a, a Thai Chi program. And is um, really uh, growing now his uh, kids program and, and top of the adults. Uh, Tahi, uh, Tahi Burns from LA, I just talked to uh, before our call, who's a very successful MMA school in Los Angeles with a referral uh, from Jeff Patterson. And we've had uh, quite a few referrals just recently from uh, Joe Baruki and Carol uh, Middleton and a few others as well. But I want to make sure I, I recognize them. But um, Pastor Miller, why don't you go to uh, uh, specifically that first question you had from Vincent Young, and then I'll paraphrase three or four others that I had, and let's address it specifically. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's a few that kind of that kind of land in the same bucket, um, and 
in, in part indicate an issue, a bigger issue than maybe it sounds. But here's the question uh, directly from Vincent. Uh, basically, he's uh, working through a bunch of Groupon leads, and he had a few uh, tiny tiger like the little guys, the uh, preschool little ninja type age kids, uh, and basically did, uh, uh, you know, brought the person in for the Groupon promotion, did the introductory process with them, uh, well, did an intro, I believe, with them. Uh, it's what I can de- derive from the email. Did an intro with them, converted it into a real enrollment uh, at that introductory at that introductory engagement. Um, mom said yes, everything was great, signed the paper, done deal. Went home and dad threw a red flag. And now they're coming back in, apparently in a couple of days uh, for their next lesson. And he's trying to figure out how to put it together, how to save the deal, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently the the uh, his his specific question is how do we keep them from going back to the thirty dollar group on and keep them on the regular, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think that that, is, that indicates a, a bit of a breakdown in the introductory process anyway. So I, I think that's probably the bigger question. The, the bigger question, I mean, let's let's handle that question too. But I think the, the bigger question, and globally, you know, Sandy uh, Petito was talking about this. And I mean, lots of folks have been talking about this over the last few weeks. And the solution is pretty tight. But the bigger global problem is how do we craft an introductory process that that fixes those objections, that, that keeps dads from throwing the red flag, or that solves that part of the problem, and it's a pretty easy solution, but, you know, why don't you maybe just expand on that? I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a deeper question than just that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and, and let's start with uh, a, a couple of resources, and again, um, I've been lax in the past of pointing this out, but if, you, if you're logged into your, your member resource site, is under Business Systems 101. We have handling the information call visit, introductory process, enrollment sales process, marketing foundation, classroom mastery institute. But so right there we have a handling the information call and visit, the introductory process, enrollment sales process. So that's those are all kind of 101 foundational of how to handle that process, all extremely useful for staff training. The other one that we have, uh, and certainly for the, the performer inner circle, is we have the complete video of the um, of the complete A to Z sales boot camp that we did a couple years ago, and it is much more robust, an awful lot more content, a little laborious to slog through. It's certainly been uh, one of our missions in life to chunk it down into a uh, smaller segments to make it more manageable, but uh, an awful lot of the inner circle members have been using that as their primary staff training for the uh, uh, for the initial sales process. Um, Master Miller, any other uh, immediate points at uh, uh, online content? No, I mean, I mean, if you go to Business Systems 101, and, and again, this is like you know, uh, I think if you're if you're a higher level member, especially in a circular people formal member, uh, when you look at the sales training boot camp, that digs through basically every possible objection you're ever going to get, every possible piece of scripting that you're going to need, all that sort of stuff, right? Uh, from a more basic foundational standpoint, if you just go to Business Systems 101 in the Blue Navigation, and then that has sort of the smaller, bite-sized, easier-to-digest chunks, you know, the linear sales process, handling the first intro, handling the second intro, handling an info call. And, and that's probably where everybody should start. I mean, that's kind of like foundations. Um, if, if I'm already operating at 30, 40, 50,000 a month, it's going to be pretty, pretty, you know, basic and low level. Might be pretty good, you know. Certainly, would be pretty good for staff training and development. 
But um, that's how that content basically is, is divided, if you want to think about it that way. If you're, you know, under 30000 a month or so, all the stuff on the left side of the website, you know, Marketing Toolbox, Business Systems 101, that's perfectly appropriate, right? That's kind of the foundation series, right? Mostly the biggest problems that we find in schools that are under twenty-five or $30,000 a month, mostly they're just, you know, systemless, you know what I mean? They just kind of handle an intro however they handle it, they handle the phone however they handle it, and it just, you know, it, it very rarely hits a lot of momentum. Uh, in most cases, when we're working with folks who are over, you know, fifty or 60000 a month, what we're seeing is pretty good front-end systems in many cases, and in a lot of cases, pretty good teaching systems, but there, there's, there, there are some nuances that are missed, and I think that's how you're going to see that content on the website. So I, I think if you're having introductory process issues, review that material. So Business Systems 101, and then when that drops down, drops down you're going to see it linearly, like in, in the order that they happen typically. You know, info call, uh, introductory process, and then the enrollment and sales process. So go, go through that, especially the enrollment sales process piece of it, and that will walk you through that linear sales process. And we can do we can do some of that today as well, but that would be a really good foundational place to start. Well, and let, let me let me make another point at the at the other end of the spectrum. If you're a a multi-school operator or you're a big school operator is really a lot of this comes down to constantly watching the numbers and what what does happen is you know we have a tendency to want an all one size fits all in all categories solution but if I'm really on top of my Online lead to appointments, let's say, you know, as one one funnel to um, uh, show to intro to enrollment number, and if it's a two intro to intro second intro enrollment renewal prep renewal numbers. If I'm on top of those numbers, is across five, six, seven, ten, twelve locations, is there may be different program directors or different instructors where I'm moderating how they're handling the process uh, in minor ways based on what their ratios are, and we can we can talk about that if appropriate. And any questions, uh, feel free to ask. But you really want to be on top of those numbers, and you know I I, I see sometimes like on a, you know new inner circle peak performance members, sometimes they go through this online training, and all of a sudden they're thinking they should go change their system. Well, yes and no. Um, the issue is, is let's look at your numbers. And if you're doing, um, um, you know, if you pick a number, if you do 100 intros and you enroll 85 of them, well, let's not change a damn thing other than perhaps what, you know, what we're charging. Uh, on the other hand, if you're doing 100 intros and you're rolling 25 of them, everything's through bar, so we know that, you know, we need to go through it and fix it. And the the important thing about personal coaching and about a small group mastermind environment is at the higher level, I mean, the difference between grossing a million and netting 70000 and grossing a million and netting five 600000 oftentimes is just a series of subtle tweaks. It's not one big thing. And so the process that we do on on a one-on-one personal coaching and in a small group sharing numbers mastermind is about making those differences to maximize your profitability and, uh, and frankly, minimize your brain damage. 
But let, so let's go let's go through and let's talk about that question you had. And I have um, you know three or other three or four other questions, all of which are on that same thing. And you know what I'd like to do first is is acknowledge there is there are some differences between you know, let's pick our, our templates, you know, soccer mom in a Range Rover enrolling her seven-year-old daughter, which is sort of that format for that uh, uh, group on question from Vincent Young, versus I'm in MMA school and I'm enrolling a 32-year-old adult male attorney, let's say, or I'm a uh, uh, fitness kickboxing facility and I'm enrolling a 28-year-old woman who wants to come in and lose uh, another five pounds of, of baby weight or, or whatever the scenario is. And, you know, in, in, in general terms, there's a difference in, in those markets, but there's also, a, um, um, I can say, there's a difference philosophically. And this is one of those areas that I think, Master Nora, you and I could take opposite sides of the argument and both argue pretty well and then, and then reverse positions and argue pretty well. But my personal opinion in the kids' market is I always like to have in the sales process, meaning the introductory enrollment process or the upgrade renewal process, I always like to have all the decision makers present before I ask them to make a decision about finances or contractual commitments. And sometimes that scenario includes divorced couple, and I've got mom and new husband, dad and the new wife, grandmother who's writing the, the, the check. I mean, there's, there's, there's all kinds of scenarios you can build. You know, mom and her new, you know, lesbian living lover, and dad and his new girlfriend, and, the, you know, the... Uh, the maternal grandmother. I mean, there's all kinds of scenarios you can build. But philosophically, there's one end of the spectrum, which is have all the decision makers there and then flesh everything out. And now you've got a a 12-month contract and it's solid as it could be, rarely, if ever, a cancellation provision or whatnot, usually a pretty big down payment relatively, uh, perhaps some portion of them paid in full. Uh, the other end of the spectrum is they come in, uh, and again, I'm talking about the kids' market now. They come in and the mom brings the seven-year-old, which, of course, we know in the kids' market a lot of times, and it's, you know, not trying to be sexist, a lot of times his mom brings them down, not dad, first time. But parent brings them down. I've got the seven-year-old girl. We do an introductory class, and now I go over the presentation, have mom sign paperwork, give me a credit card, and enroll them on the first lesson. And, again, as I just said, philosophically, I always tend to lean towards, I like to have all the decision makers there. Uh, There is an argument to be made for one intro, get everybody you can to be there at the first lesson, enroll them at the first lesson, and and, and done deal. So, uh, Toby, let me... Uh, have you argue one side of the fence? You argue the old decision makers present linear sales process to two intro process and walk us through a thumbnail of that. Sure. Well, well, let me let me say two things that lead into that. Number one is 
the first thing I think that's critically important that everybody understands is, is exactly what your current measurements are, what your current numbers are. Mm-hmm. Because I would never in a million years, if it ain't broke, we'll fix it, right? And, yeah. and I don't mean that, meaning there's an awful lot of things that we find in our coaching clients' schools that are broken that we do end up go-fixing at some level, or that aren't broke, that we do end up go-fixing at some level. But yeah, right we now, we don't have time for that. Make incremental improvements, sure. Right, right, right. Well, we, well and, and sometimes what works just fine to enroll people doesn't work very well long-term because it doesn't set up the renewal very well. So so you do have to consider these things. So, so I, I guess the first thing I would say is if your enrollment ratios are good, if they're 70% or higher, 80% is your target, but if your, your intro to enrollment numbers are 70% or higher, then I wouldn't screw with anything right now. Let's let's talk about it. We, we have to measure this a little differently, right? We have to think about well, the entire process first, right? Assuming but, it's like a real six-month or 12-month contract, assuming right. that it's uh, – Hundred forty nine, hundred seventy nine, two hundred nineteen dollars, something like that. Real price point. Right. Um, uh, assuming it's not a zero down, pay you know, pay again in two months type of deal, right? Exactly. No, no commitment can't yeah. whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the next point before you know I went to the linear process. But the the okay. So the first point is if you've got to have tight control over your numbers. You have to know what your enrollment ratios are. And I mean, like, you've got to know, right? I mean, you've got to have that system in yeah, place. No, you're not guessing. Yeah, yeah. Staff meeting every, you know, couple of days. It's, hey, we're at, you know, 50% this month. We're at 40%. You know, what's the deal, right? So so you got to know. Uh, the second thing I would say is what you just said is incredibly important and true. You know, when we're talking about an enrollment, here's what we find statistically, okay? And, and this is from a, a large sampling of schools in many different styles all over the planet, Right. What we see statistically is as you put increased pressure on pricing and commitment, you you have you you need an incrementally better sales process. If if like you suggested, Master Oliver, what I'm doing is selling a fitness program, it's 150 bucks a month, uh, and you know it's just kind of a, a flaky thing. Well, that's one thing. But if I'm selling you know 240 a month uh, on a 12 month deal with a family, I mean that's a different conversation. The the dynamics there are different, right? So it's important that we get incrementally better at, at, at that process. Now, there's another variable there, which is staff, right? So what, what, what we're going to talk about, what I'm going to suggest in this linear process, it, it is slightly more complicated for your staff to execute this process, but the, the result, right, the revenue increase, the retention increase, the ratio, the, the ratio improvement is, is exponentially better rather than just the incrementally higher level of skill that they have to have to execute it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's an investment in it's a huge investment in the future that pays off huge dividends, right? So so here here would be the process I guess that, that you're suggesting I should argue. So yeah. in my pra in my in, oh go ahead. No go ahead. Uh so so here here would be this here would be the argument for, you know, a real solid enrollment, right? Uh, number one is as you again, if, if I'm going to ask for real money, I mean, if it's a real solid enrollment, 400 down, 249 a month uh, on a 12 month deal, uh, I want both family members to be in the room, right? So my first intro is 100% focused on non-logistics building value, meaning the, the entire first intro we don't talk about schedules, we don't talk about prices, we don't talk about commitment, we're not talking about when their classes are, we're not talking about anything in the first introductory process. That could be a potential objection. And I think we all know what all the objections are, right? I mean, you know, anything that could be a potential objection, 
They're not looking at sparring. They're not watching weapons training. They're not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, everything that they experience in that first experience is just like if you went to a financial planner that you've never met before, and the financial planner is doing a needs analysis for you, right? He's finding out what your needs are, what your, you know, what pain points you have, what, you know, all, all of these, all the information about what you, what your objectives are, and you're not really seeing any of the, you know, costs or, you know, any of that stuff, right? So, anyway, so the first introductory I would do completely sanitary, meaning they wouldn't see anything that asks them to make a decision or that, or that exposes anything that could be a potential objection. I'm then going to send them home with homework, right? So they're going to go home with, in, in, obviously in the Mahai Karate environment, they're going to go home with a DVD and a CD and a booklet and some paper. But basically what it is, the DVD and the CD are basically well, and, an and, 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 by, and by, by the way, we, you know, we might as well let them see some of the reference points. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Um, uh, milehighkarate.com forward slash first lessons, yeah. which is designed to prep them before they come into the first introductory class. And then we have milehighkarate.com forward slash second lesson um, with a fill-in video. We need to update it with better lighting, but uh, uh, that's designed between the first and second lesson to prepare them for the two-lesson intro enrollment after the second lesson. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so the point the point is basically this: up until the second intro, they basically have experienced a huge value value build, right? So they may have come in the door thinking one thing, but when they come in the door the second time, I've used that time in between and I've used the time at the first lesson to make them think what I wanted them to think, basically, right? To get them to be thinking about this thing as I, I like your definition of it. This is the closest thing to Harvard or West Point you can get into for your nine-year-old, right? And, and again, and again, this is, I'm assuming that this is the family market we're talking about. In the adult market, the process is the same. However, in the adult market, in most cases, you're dealing with a single decision maker. So, right now, let's argue the, I'll have you argue the two lesson uh, kids' market. Yeah, yeah, we're arguing the toughest of the of the two <laughs> engagements, right? So, yeah, so so in, in that case, I'm sending them home with the stuff, and I'm also sending them home with a, basically a little question sheet, and it might have eight or nine questions on it. And I'm going to say this: as they leave the door, as we're walking toward the door on the way out of the first intro, I've given them the DVD and the CD and the pan, and, the, and the handouts and everything, and I'm saying, okay, listen, I'm Mr. Jones. Uh, now Thursday at six is our next appointment. Uh, between now and then, tonight when you get home, I'd like you to be able to watch the DVD with the family. Will, will you be able to do that tonight? Okay, great. So about six, maybe after dinner, about six o'clock, sit down with the family, watch the DVD. On this piece of paper, there are, there are eight questions that I want you to answer uh, while you're watching the DVD as a family. Now, some of the answers you're going to find in the in the material on the on the disc in, in the video. So you know, go ahead and watch that and fill the questions out as you do that. Uh, you can also pop this CD in your car on the way home and listen to listen to this segment of it as well. Then when you come back in, you know, Thursday at 6, we will answer any questions that you might have about logistics and tuition and all the options and the programs that we have to offer. Um, by then, we should have our evaluation, you know, complete of Johnny, and we'll know which program to kind of recommend for you, and we'll answer any, any possible question you might have at that time. But we do require that both parents are present during the second lesson so is Johnny's dad able to make it Thursday at six as well? You know, I always say Johnny's dad. I don't say husband. You know, whatever, right? You know, whatever. So, so we're trying to drill in to make sure we figure out who the who the other decision makers might be and, and whether they can make it or not. Um, and then you've got to make sure you get that information and that they're serious about it, right? And by and by the way, let me let me point out is like new program directors, a lot of times new school owners, 
they, they're strangely afraid to ask too many probing or diagnostic questions, thinking that they're being too, like, nosy. And between the piece of paper you have them fill out and the conversation you're going to have with them, you know, either, you know, on the phone plus on the way in the door, you really should know the situation. If the child lives in two separate households that are 25 miles apart from each other, that's important. If mom works, um, um, you know, two eight-hour day shifts and the child is going to be brought back and forth by the grandmother, or at the other end of the market, if both parents are, you know, C-suite executives somewhere and it's going to be the nanny is going to be the one that you're, all, you're going to be seeing. Uh, you know, it's very important to, to know all that stuff. Um, and you've got to not be afraid to just ask and then ask another question and ask another question. And, you know, to know that, you know, her current husband is not the, uh, you know, is, is not the, the parent or, you know, a lot of times divorced parents Mom will tell you dad's not involved, and then when you start talking about tuition, she'll tell you dad has to pay for it. And I got to tell you what, I mean, the worst possible person to be, you know, going and asking him to pay something else for the kid or anybody else is, is the ex-wife, typically. Thank you. So, you know, so you've got, you've got to know all those, all those questions on the way in. Yeah, it, it, and you've said it this way before, I think. Maybe I read this in a book. I think, no, it was a book. It was called, uh, QB. Question behind, question behind the question, and and that's like what a lot of folks in in this environment kind of shy away from is asking the next question, right? There's like the first question, and then you get an answer, and just because you got an answer doesn't mean that that's really the answer that you really really needed, you know? So mm-hmm. so let, let's just play this out for just a moment. I mean, it's just a classic case that, that you talk about a lot, but I think you might have, might have wrote a chapter in the book. But you say, okay, now remember, at the second lesson, we do require that both parents are present. Uh, at the second lesson so that we can go over the evaluation with everybody and we can answer any questions that anybody might have, whether it's you or Johnny's dad or anybody else who might be responsible for, you know, transportation or finances. Now, you know, if you don't mind me asking, um, you, you know, is Johnny's dad able to make it, you know, Thursday at 6? And then and then they say something like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll be here. See, a lot of people are satisfied with that answer, but... She yeah, didn't say that answer. Johnny's dad will be here. She said she'll be here, right? Yeah. So you've got to not be afraid to ask that second question, right? And, and that's or, what or, 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 or she says yes, yes, he can be here, and right. and and now it's fantastic, and that's a good time for you as well. Well, no, I'm going to be working uh, that day, but but he, you know Billy's dad can bring him in. Well, you know. <laughs> okay. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No. No. You're. You're. It's exactly right. And, and you just have to. And this is the part of the staff training piece of the puzzle that's critically important. You've got to. They have to be active listeners. You know. You, and and most people. Most people. Their childhood was such. And they. You know. It's 148,000 notes, right? We all have read that chapter in Psychology of Winning, right? And and we have that negative sort of psychology behind being. Twofold with someone asking a question that you know that they try to avoid. <laughs> so you got to not worry about that. So, so let me get to the point. Then in the second lesson, so now they've gone through the video and the DVD. They've answered the questions, and by the way, the questions are nothing more than pre-framing questions about objections, right? And so they say things like, you know, have you have you uh, considered participating in a family? Uh, are you going to be living in the area for the next? It, it takes you know approximately three years to earn a black, three to four years to earn a black belt. Or are you going to be living in the area for the next? 
you know, 12 to 18 months, you know, whatever, things like that. And, and in most cases, I think it's like a 90, it's like a 95% certainty if they come back in the door for the second lesson and they have that question sheet with them, it's a done deal, right? They're pretty much closed. Um, but the point is that they've gone home and they've watched the video or listened to the audio, either one, or they've gone through the booklet. They're all through the same content, right? And and basically all it is is a an infomercial, right? But it's a very it's a very nicely done series of testimonials that overcomes a lot of objections. So now they've come in for the second lesson. Here's the piece of the script that everybody kind of really wants to get to when you're talking about Groupons. And this is the linear sales process piece of it that I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate for right now. So now you're sitting down, you've done the second introductory lesson, you know, maybe it's a few minutes of a final lesson and then Johnny goes and, and goes to the beginner class on the floor, whatever it might be. Uh, but, he, but he's being treated with kids' gloves, right? He's not just thrown into the classroom, right? He's, he's being treated like a doctor would treat a patient. It's an individual analysis with an individual prescription for their diagnosis. It's not, hey, we're just going to throw him in with everybody else, right? So, so again, he's being handled with kids' kid gloves. The enrollment conference basically begins like this, especially in the Groupon deal. There, it's a five-step linear sales process. The Groupon piece of it adds a half a step to the first step. The normal first step in the five-step linear process is this. Okay, Mrs. Jones, great. So now, you know, judging by all the things that we've talked about and your goals for Johnny and, and, and how we've described how we can help in the process, um, um, now, you know, assuming that this is all going to fit comfortably in a monthly budget, is this something you wanted to go ahead and get him enrolled in today? So that's the first question, right? And if you go through, again, if you go through that Business Systems 101, you, I, I, we lay this out step by step by step by step. And that's the question that most people are afraid to ask. They're afraid to just ask, do you want to do it, right? Now, the whole concept behind the linear sales process is you never, ever, ever want to allow someone or force someone to make a compound decision. So you should never give them two or more variables to decide on at once. So you should never say something like, oh, oh go ahead. Well, I, I just going to say Given that we're going to run out of time and we want oh, to geez. open it up for Q and A, you know, let's let, 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 let's talk about the the opposite side of the argument. And Ian, let, let, let me then well, let, let me build the framework for what you just said. Yes. Well, well, well maybe uh, before that, let, let, let me do the group on piece of it, and then we can be done with it, right? So, so well, let's, again, let me, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I think that's the same whether you're doing one lesson or two lessons. Mostly, but, uh, but 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 go ahead and address the, the Groupon. Yeah, so, so so the Groupon piece of the script is the first question you ask is, do you want to do it or not? Right, uh, taking money out of the equation, assuming it's going to be comfortable in a monthly budget, is this something you wanted to go ahead and get him enrolled in today? Right. So the Groupon adjustment to that is you 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 have the little thing in your hand, right? The Groupon thing or whatever it is. And you say, okay, great. Well, it looks like you came in on the, on the Groupon offer. It's a great way that people, a lot of, a lot of our students got started that way. Now, if you don't mind me asking, uh, most people when they start, when they come in with the Groupon offer, most people, uh, they didn't want to just do martial arts for six lessons and quit, or, or for 20 lessons and quit. They really wanted to do martial arts kind of on a long-term basis, but they just wanted to use this as, a, as an opportunity to get their feet wet and to see if the school was going to be a good fit for them or not. Is that the case with you guys? And they might say, like, well, what do you mean? Well, you know, was it your intent just to kind of use the 12 lessons and, and, you know, move on to another activity or, you know, go try baseball next? Or was this something that you really kind of wanted to, you know, progress with and perhaps Johnny earns a cycle one day, but you just wanted to see if this was the right fit for you? 
and most times they, they now they're starting to psychologically uh, you've now psychologically short circuited their will their their desire to put you off, right? Because now they're saying to themselves, well, what was my objective? And most people psychologically don't want to admit to themselves that they wanted to do 12 lessons and quit, right? Because they have a subconscious predisposition against quitting, right? So it's important to use that phraseology. They, they, they now are selling themselves on the concept of being a student. Now, you're not going to force them into a deal, right? But this is just, this is just the part of the psychology that you want to use to short circuit their procrastination mechanism, right? And we can go through all this, like, you know, psychological stuff later, but what you're trying to do is short-circuit the procrastination, you know, you know, mechanism in their brain and get them to take action. So, so they say something like, well, you know, yeah, we, you know, we really did kind of want to see Johnny progress to something like this. And you say, okay, great, well, what do you think? You know, you've been here for a couple of lessons, you've had a chance to meet the instructors, we've had a chance to talk, and, and, and I've had a chance to sort of show you what the program's all about, uh, assuming that this is all going to fit comfortably in the monthly budget, is this something you want me to go ahead and get them started in today? You know what I'm saying? So that's your, that's your question, right? And if you get a positive response to that, then it's a done deal. You say, okay, great. Well, well, that's wonderful because we can actually convert this $30 that you paid in the Groupon deal and take $397 and use it as a $397 credit in our regular program. So let's do that. And you just take that sheet of paper and you throw it in the folder, right? And you say, okay, well, here's, you know, here's how the tuition works. And then you move your way down the, down the linear sales process. We can go into all those details later. But that's the addition to the script. You're getting them to tell you that they don't want to use their 12 lessons. See, no matter how much you say it to them, it doesn't trip that, it doesn't short circuit that fascination mechanism until they admit to you that they really want to do this. You just need to now help them, help them, help them make that decision quicker. Does that make sense? So, so that, that's the only other piece of it, I think, that's over that, that, that adds, that, like, you know, Lego clicks on to the front end of the, of the linear sales model that gets them to tell you, hey, listen, I really don't want to take, take 12 lessons and quit. I really want to do this. Yeah, well, and, and so now let's, let, let's talk about that and argue from the other side. Is a lot of very successful schools, uh, with the same scenario that, that we're talking about, soccer mom and a Range Rover with a child. Um, end up doing the enrollment at the first lesson kind of regardless of, of who's there as long as there's somebody, you know, over 18 who drove them there. And I'm slightly exaggerating. Well, you know, let's say, let's say the typical scenario, you've got mom there, you don't have dad there. And the, on the, on the, on the group on lead thing, and by the way, this is, this is the same conversation if they come in for, uh, four-week VIP referral certificate, four-week VIP, even passing out certificates at Starbucks or whatever it is, uh, six-week offer, eight-week offer. We used to do this, uh, you know, 20 years ago with three-month $99 offers. Um, but the conversation on the way in the door is, and, and this is like before the first lesson. You know, now Mrs. Jones, obviously, um, nobody... And obviously you didn't purchase a 16-lesson Groupon deal to do 16 lessons of martial arts and drop out, correct? You know, wait for them to nod their head. Uh, classic, you know, Tom Hopkins tie-down uh, type of questioning. Um, what, uh, what we find is, is clearly the reason for doing it was to evaluate the school, evaluate the program, evaluate Billy, Susie's reaction uh, to the program 
to see if it's a good fit with your family and what you're trying to accomplish and make a decision about whether to do this as an ongoing activity. Wouldn't you agree? Again, nodding their head, they say yes, whatever. Uh, well, given that that's the case, what we typically find, and again, first lesson, two lessons, however you want to phrase it, uh, based upon how you're going to be doing it. But what we typically find is after the first lesson and after all the you know, information we're going to go over with you is you've got enough information to make a decision whether you feel good about the school, the philosophy, uh, whether you feel good about Susie's environment here at the school. And what we do is we take that, whatever it is, Groupon certificate, three-month certificate, one-month certificate, blah, 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 blah. And what we do is we go ahead and provide a, 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 a free month Plus, we give you an additional $400 discount towards the enrollment if you want to go ahead and finalize that enrollment uh, today after the introductory class. Um, or if you're doing two lessons, I would say if you want to go ahead and finalize the enrollment after the next class when we sit down with both parents and go through the evaluation. And now what you're doing is you're creating some financial leverage. And it, it's certainly a way to create closing pressure, to move them towards making a decision without having to be kind of a high-pressure salesman. Now, on the on the first lesson, let's talk about uh, Master Moody, who we're working with closely now with the ATA school. Uh, the conversation he had on the uh, on the call we had a group on is what he's doing essentially is prepping them before the first lesson, doing a first introductory class. Of course, we don't have time to go through. The, the complete format today, but the first introductory class, prepping them before the class that they're going to enroll, sit down, sitting down with preferably mom and dad. We'd always prefer to have all the decision makers there, but if not with mom and dad, with um, uh, with mom, and saying something to the effect of, you know, normally it's going to be a, uh, 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 let's say, $387 uh, uh to enroll $187 a month. Since you have the Groupon certificate, what we do is we give you a $300 discount if you go ahead and enroll today. So we would just do $187 now, so you're saving $300 for the whatever it is, $24 you paid to Groupon for the uh, for that certificate. What we're doing is we do a, a 12-month enrollment, but you have the first 30 days. Uh, which should be at least eight or nine classes, feel free to come more if you want, to really decide and evaluate and have both parents and grandmother here and everybody to really make sure that, that Joey is enthusiastic about this. If at any time at, at the end of that 30 days you decide this isn't for you, we'll not only cancel the uh, agreement, but we'll also give you $187 back. So there's absolutely no, no obligation, no commitment. And so what, what that approach does, is it gives you the ability to sit down. And by the way, I, I, would, I would freely argue that it's hard to get both parents at the same time, same place. It's hard to get grandma at the same time, same place. Certainly hard to get a divided or mixed family uh, to get everybody together at the same time, same place. So it, it eliminates some of those struggles because now you can say, we want to make sure that Dad goes through this information, that he's here next time. We want to make sure that you've all talked as a family, really had a chance for Joey to evaluate this. 
take the next 30 days and decide. Now, under that approach, according to uh, Master Moody, and I have every reason to believe his numbers are correct, he's on top of them, is with drinking from a fire hose on Groupon leads, and again, with any other offer, same thing. But he's closing about 60% at the first lesson on a 12-month contract under those terms and conditions and getting about 10% more, so a, a total of 70% out of or 70 out of 100 or 70% to enroll from the group on lead within the next lesson or two. Now, of those, he's having approximately a 10% fall part rate. So 100 intros come in, 70 of them enroll, seven of them more or less, and that 30 days are going to fall apart. So in that, you've got 60 to 63% that you've that you've enrolled that stuck and therefore committed to the uh, the full year. Now, so there there are two completely different approaches, uh, not completely different, but but slightly different approaches. One approach is kids market first lesson after the first lesson, prep them that they're going to enroll next time, prep them that all the decision makers need to be there, um, have them look at a bunch of information, whether it's a physical packet or that website that I pointed you out. The other approach is when they're there, right then and there, do the presentation, get the enrollment. Now, in the first instance, you're going to have some portion of them give you the objection. I really can't do anything without dad being here. I really can't do anything without mom being here. Um, The follow-up to that objection is, well, I really would like to give you the $300 savings. We can only do that at the first lesson. However, you have no risk or obligation. Come here for a full month. Bring Joey or Susie here as many times as you want. At the end of the first month, and it says it in writing here, if you're not thrilled, we'll give you the $187 back and cancel the contract. So the answer to that objection in that context is, you know, you're still going to save the $300, and if you want to, uh, right now is the second day of April if you want to, um, 30 days, second day of uh, May, cancel it. You're 100% welcome to it, and you get the money back. Um, now, so why don't we take some questions on, on those two approaches, if there are any, and if not, we can go ahead and expand from there a little bit. Sure. So if you're online right now, everyone is muted, um, but you have control over it. You can hit star six and unmute yourself. We have a good number of folks on the call, so uh, just hit star six and say your name, and then we can... You know, we'll be able to see who pops in. But um, this, is a, this is a pretty big issue that a lot of folks are kind of struggling with, and, and we, we don't want to leave any stone unturned. So if you have any questions about this stuff, especially if and or you have some, like, emotional uh, challenges, right? Like some people, you know, have, a, have they allow some, some perhaps not real <laughs> emotional issues to get in the way. Well, I'm just not confident to say X or I'm not confident to say Y. A lot of that stuff, don't be afraid to say. Don't be afraid to talk, walk through that stuff because there are a lot of ways that we can modify the pieces of script and, and work, through those, work through those issues that can be 100% congruent with you, your culture, your school's culture, those types of things. So, sometimes when I phrase things, it comes across perhaps a little more salesy than it really does in the real conference because you don't get the the benefit of, you know, eye contact and body posture and tonality and matching and hearing. And, you know, you don't have that. You know, it's a little different to deliver it, you know, in cell phone. So um, sometimes those issues, they're easiest. Most of the time, they're relatively easy to solve. 
So regardless of what your uh, uh, you know, whether it's a, a logical or emotional issue, right? A logical or emotional uh, a challenge. You know, feel free to talk about that stuff. It's pretty critical. And, and so to ask, you can to ask any in. questions, you know, preferably on topic, but uh, star six to, to step in. What 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 I'll point out is, is we're seeing if anybody wants to ask any live questions. And again, we're trying to address about five different questions that were all more or less on the same topic today. Um, one is you should always be educating yourself and educating your staff on effective communications. And you can call that sales, you can call that leadership, you can call that just learning how to be articulate, but you should always be educating your staff and yourself on effective um, sales and communications. At the high level, to understand uh, why people do what they what they do, uh, Robert Cialdini has now three books that are that are all really good. The first one, which is pretty academic, but it's as good as there's ever been, and remind me, but I'll send a, a, there's a Harvard Business Review summary of the article, but uh, uh, Robert Cialdini's book is Influence, Science, and Practice. I came across it first because I did a bunch of Tony Robbins sales uh, training, and it was the foundation of what Tony was teaching. And the NLP community really likes it because he's a Ph.D. psychologist who married uh, legitimate social uh, psychology research with going out and actually taking the sales training programs in a bunch of different direct sales companies and looking at why they did what they did and validating it uh, statistically. Um, there's a ton of other really good sales books. I've always used uh, Tom Hopkins' original sales book as a key, like, encyclopedia for training staff on general uh, stuff. There's another one called Getting the Yes, which was a Harvard negotiation project. Uh, book, which is really good. Brian Fisher, Tracy Fisher had a couple of really... What's that? Fisher and Uri, getting yes is fantastic. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that that's a really good book. Um, um, uh, Brian Tracy has some good sales books. Zig Ziglar's, uh, how is it? Um, I forget what it's called, but Zig Ziglar has a big one, and... and you know, I would always run my staff through Zig Ziglar's one and then do Tony Robbins one and, I mean, through, uh, uh, Tom Hopkins. And Tom Hopkins, and, and Tony Robbins has some good sales training material as well. It's a pretty robust, what, what is it, Toby, like 18 CDs or something like that. Um, NLP Robbins based. One? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a mastering influence. Uh, it's like a daily, it was one of the daily things. So I think it's like 12 days, so 12 discs or whatever. But it's uh, it's really good too. It's it's, it's all yeah, you know based on the uh, uh, NLP guy stuff. You know the uh, yeah, Bandler yeah. Grinder stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, it's matching, modeling, um, mirroring, uh, uh, pacing. Um, all of the NLP stuff was basically um, uh, um, drawn from two sources. It was Virginia Sitar, who was a family therapist, and it was uh, uh, Erickson, who was a hypnotherapist. Uh, but um, anyway, you should always be doing stuff like that, and, and there's a whole series of new sales books. I'm trying to remember the authors, but the, there's a the little red book of selling, and then there's the, the sales book I gave everybody who showed up on time at the Inner Circle meeting. I forget the name of that one, um, but uh, there's there's a lot a lot of good ones. But you should constantly be educating your staff on effective communications and sales training. 
uh, and yourself. Uh, another one I'll point out, which is I think only available through a website nowadays, but it's Influence with Integrity, which is a, 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 a communications book used by IBM, Procter & Gamble, companies like that, but it's basically a, a NLP light uh, communicating effectively and persuasively uh, book. But, uh, Toby, do we have any questions? Any yeah, to, uh, it's been in Toby Hyde, Munsinger, uh, uh, boy, I hate to be redundant. Uh, is that that uh, process where you uh, where they're coming in with a group, a group on or any offer at all? Could you possibly brief over that the way you you sold them on that uh, putting it into the twelve month program again, please, sir? Absolutely. Here, here, here's here's the thing. If they come in with an offer that has in any way predisposed them to coming in more than once or twice, right? Is you know, I mean, and, and if you look in all the marketing materials that we have on the website and if you look at stuff that I've done over the years, I mean, the offer's been anything from one free lesson to two free lessons to two lessons in a uniform for 1997 to two weeks. And, you know, we, we kind of default uh, on the franchise side to, to two free weeks, free DVD, free CD, free semi-private evaluation. But those offers, you don't need to, uh, to prep it as hard. But if you have, you know, uh, what, what became kind of standard, I don't know, a few years ago, uh, I've heard a lot of people refer to it as the Lloyd Orving offer, but it um, um, predates Lloyd by years. I may have come up with it. Uh, uh, it was um, um, may have stemmed from a Jay Abraham call with EFC years ago, but I forget. But but what what for years, Kovars used their primary offer, Lavalley uses their primary offer. I used it as one of the of the Parthenon, what Bill Clark had used for his primary offer was what he starts referring to as uh, 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 one month or thirty day DIP um, or a five week certificate. Um, again, going back almost thirty years, I used to use three month ninety nine dollar offers. So I, I guess why I'm saying this, Joe, is there's a lot of different offers where the same language is, is useful. Yes. Uh, the, the the group on offer. Is um, I forget the price point, but was it thirty bucks for sixteen lessons or uh, twenty dollars for eight lessons? Is the go-to karate offer. So on any of those offers, the conversation on the we used to do it with a uh, uh, children's hospital fundraiser, or we put out for NAPNA the Haiti earthquake fundraiser, the Japanese tsunami fundraiser. I mean, you know, a, a lot of the different fundraisers, but those offers were something like. $49 for five weeks. And in all of them, on the way in the door, the conversation was, you know, thank you so much for making the $45 donation for the Japanese tsunami victim. Thank you so much for the $49 donation for Children's Hospital. Thank you so much for coming in from the 16th lesson pass from Groupon. Uh, as I'm sure you're, you, it's true for you, Mrs. Jones, is nobody comes in to uh, a martial arts class thinking they're going to do 16 lessons. Really, the only reason that they did the 16-lesson Groupon offer is to come in, let Joey come in and evaluate the program or give you a chance to evaluate the program, uh, look at the lessons, look at the program, make sure that it feels like it's philosophically a good fit and it's going to be a good fit for your program and then for a child, obviously, to make sure that Joey really likes the program. Wouldn't you agree? You know, I mean, that, that's important, by the way. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Nodding their head. And sometimes, by the way, they say, 
you know, they don't follow the script. So sometimes they say, well, no, actually, we're moving to Alabama in, in two months. This is all we can do. Or uh, one that I heard recently was, no, actually, we're so busy for the summer, we thought that we could come in for six weeks, and then at the end of summer we can decide whether we're going to do it again in August or not, right? But So sometimes they don't follow your script, but let's say that they do. So, well, yes, absolutely, that's right. Okay. Well, given that that's the case, what we have, what we have found is, uh, and again, first lesson or second lesson. But we have found that between the first lesson and the second lesson and all the information we're going to give you, uh, Joey is going to have a chance for a semi-private introductory class, and he's going to have a chance to have a, a, a be in a regular beginner class. And after that second beginner class, we're going to do a thorough evaluation. And if you go ahead and finalize the enrollment at that time uh, for having come in for the $49 donation for the group on offer, whatever, is we give you a $300 discount or a $400 discount from the enrollment. And so now what I'm doing is I'm prepping you that if you finalize the enrollment at that time, whether it's after today's class or after next class, is you're going to get a significant savings, right? I mean, that's the financial leverage. Yeah. And, and, and at that point in enrollment, by the way, some portion of them, again, are not going to follow the script, and they're going to say, well, can't I just go ahead and do the 16 lessons from Groupon and then enroll after that? And, of course, the answer is always, well, of course you can. Uh, however, we would like to get you going in and starting on the regular program, and I'd, I'd really hate to see you pay an extra $400. Okay. Well, what do you mean? Well, as I you know, mentioned, is we give you a $400 discount for having brought in the Groupon offer if we go ahead and finalize your enrollment now. Okay, I got if it. We, right? Yep. Good Joe, don't miss, don't miss, miss oh, you went through it pretty quickly, but don't miss this. And, and you, you said it, but <laughs> I think it's important to say it again. Mm-hmm. Price never goes before desire, right? I yeah. mean, when you're looking at the, when you're looking, and you know this, Joe, but I mean, just for everybody in the call, right? Uh, uh, the financial leverage, like you said, Mitchell, the financial leverage is like the last thing on the list, right? Or maybe second to last, you know? This is really all about asking that first question first. And the first question is basically, again, it's the psychological trigger that short-circuits the procrastination process. And that trigger is getting them to say, well, you know, really, you're right, I didn't want to just do 12 lessons and quit. I just wanted to see, I really wanted to do this. I just wanted to see if this was a good fit or not, right? And that really is what you're trying to get to. It's just that so many folks have just such a hard time asking that question. And and the phraseology that Metrovo used is, is, it, it works really, really well because it, it helps them, you know, just basically sell themselves on the whole idea of doing this as an ongoing, as an ongoing activity, as a long-term activity. And and if you if you never break through that, you just give them the excuse to procrastinate. So just, just, just don't forget that this isn't about, hey, if you don't do it now, I'm going to zap you for 400 extra bucks, right? I mean, that's not the deal, right? I mean, that, and that's certainly not how they should ever hear it. That's not even if you don't say it that way. That's that's they should never hear it that way. But how they should hear it is, you know, I really do want to do this. And by the way, there's a big there's a big advantage if I do it. You know, you know now, and and I still feel like I got a good deal. You know, so you, you never want to let them hear it the other way. You know, so just you just the price is always last. Price is always the last piece of money. Leverage is always the last piece of leverage. They've already said they want it. 
they've already said they want to commit to this thing and, and you know, have to be a good part of their life, and they already said that they think that your school is a good fit. You know what I mean? So you've gotten through all that kind of crap already. Now it's just, well, great. I've got great news for you because the best part about the Groupon deal is this. You know, we, sure. you know, we, can, we can actually take this and turn it into a four, you know, $300 credit or $297 credit. Since you're ready to go now, why don't we do that and save you the 300 bucks? So you, you take that offer, uh, and, and pretty much when you say you're going to not be at 300 400 whatever we choose, uh, that, that offer kind of goes into that. You're, you're including that into that 300 off. Yeah, just, just, just set up the numbers however you have to set it Never. up for it to make yeah. sense. But, but I'll, tell you, I'll tell you our standardized deal. Well, and, and you can tell if you want to hear this one, too. But, but uh, I mean, the standardized deal for kind of our environment is it's 400 to enroll, 249 a month. Now, since you came, so, okay, so Mr. Jones, you know the, the tuition is going to be, you know, you know, two forty nine a month. Is that going to fit comfortably in the monthly budget? Yes. Okay, great. Well, we do require, you know, an initial enrollment uh, four hundred. Uh, since you came from Harmony Elementary School, we have such a great relationship with with the elementary school over there. They send a ton of referrals to us. We really do a lot of work with them. Uh, uh, you know, since you came from that from that from that you know school, you actually get a two hundred forty nine dollar credit or two hundred dollar credit off the enrollment. So it's only two hundred to enroll. What's the first two forty nine? So it's four forty nine. How did you want to handle that, right? Okay. So, so, so we just kind of build that into our deal anyway. So this is this just isn't any different than that, right? right. And again, you, you just make the numbers look however you want them to look. I mean, I mean, in, in, in the environment that we're looking at, what it is is it's twenty eight hundred dollars for a year, basically. It's twenty eight hundred dollars for the program, and you're just dividing it up however it is. You know what I'm saying? So you, yeah, you, just, you can just move the numbers whichever way you want to move them. Okay. Yeah, and, and so and so in this case, let's say that I want to end up with two hundred dollars down, two forty nine a month. So I want to end up with four forty nine down, two forty nine a month. I could make it. It's typically five hundred to enroll. Since you have the Groupon coupon, the Children's Hospital, whatever it is, uh, we give you a three hundred dollars savings. So it's just two, you know, whatever that. Five hundred, so three hundred dollars savings. So it's two hundred to register, and then the first month, right? And see again. Now this is a, a, a slight tangent, but there's an argument to be made. You know, first month down, go straight into monthly, and then flip it back into a paid full, potentially, versus bigger down payments, right? And I mostly like the bigger down payment, although uh, with the more promotional leads like the Groupon, is you've got to work a little bit harder to make it all make sense to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so so the reason I like a bigger down payment is, you know, a, an agreement of $500 down, $247 a month, or, you know, $500 down, $197 a month, is a heck of a lot more solid than... 187 down, 187 a month, cancel in 30 days, 100% money back guarantee, right? Yeah. And what you have to balance is, again, we said it a bunch of times already, but you have to balance watching your numbers, right? So if I'm really paying attention to the numbers and I make that kind of real promotional offer, but... You know, I'm flipping, you know, let's say 20 or 30 percent of them into, you know, doing paid in full, and I'm upgrading 75 percent or 80 percent into leadership uh, within the first couple of months anyway, and I'm enrolling.
70% in the front door on the first lesson, well, then I love that offer. Right. On the other hand, if I'm enrolling 50% on that deal and 20% of the 50% cancel and only 20% uh, of the ones who are still left ever end up upgrading, I hate the offer. Right. Sure. And and so that's where we really have to, on a personal basis, watch your numbers and tune and tweak. Yeah, I don't know you think things are going, always keep your numbers no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So important. Um, on the other side, see, I, I, I personally, I probably have, you know, two pieces of it. One is put me in a school, put somebody in front of me, and, and you know, have me try to sell them. There's hardly anybody that if I, you know, want to, I can't lock the door and they're going to give me a check before they walk out of the office. But I've as yet never had, out of a whole bunch of them, a program director who could sell anywhere near as well as I could sell. So in in that kind of environment, you've got to have the system designed so that they don't have to be all that good. I mean, it's, it goes back to the whole email concept. You've got to have the system designed so mostly the system's doing the selling. And then you've got to have people who are, not so timid that they're just not willing to ask for the money, right? So, so the more that you as the owner or operator are doing it, the more I would always lean toward big down payment, bigger commitment, bigger monthly payment, fewer cancellation clauses, everything. Um, there's another thing that we haven't addressed in there, buried in, and, and back when, uh, Tim Kovar and Keith Hafner and I together had done a lot of uh, Jay Abraham stuff, which very difficult to utilize or, or translate him in the original source, to tell you the truth. But we had all gotten real, you know, hyped about risk reversal. And I find that truthfully risk reversal is more necessary in something like direct mail where they're going to mail you a check and hope for the best or certainly an online sale than it is that they've been with you two or three times they've sat down face-to-face and you've had a one-on-one conversation. And one of the things that we had all tried was, um, I think he stuffed it the gold belt guarantee and the gold belt guarantee is they get a certificate and one thing or another and you're going to take it for... uh, take class for, you know, two or three months, and as soon as you get your gold belt at that point, if you want to, you can cancel the balance of the agreement, and by the way, we'll give you a 100% refund that you can take to the school down the street if you want. We'll pay the first month there. You know, it was it was a real robust guarantee. After, you know, between my schools and Keith's schools, and I believe him and Jay's schools, is the conclusion was is the complete money back thing wasn't very necessary. It didn't change the closing ratios um, much at all. Um, and, of course, occasionally it went bad. Usually it was just irrelevant. Um, the 30-day or the gold belt cancel if you want, I came to conclude was a real useful tool for the ones who kind of stuck their feet in the mud and objected to the contract um, without okay. letting them out the door. 
So in other words, they say, well, we're just not comfortable with signing up a 12-year-old for a 12-month contract. He's only had one lesson or he's only had two lessons. And so I prefer the fallback at that point to be, well, you know, Ms. Jones, we're, we have a, a test every two months at 16 classes. Here's what I would suggest. Let's go ahead and get him registered. Uh, we'll um, go ahead and have him registered for the year, but at, at you know, right after having 16 classes upon receiving his gold belt, which is going to be on this day, this time, at this place, if you're not convinced that he's going to not only, you know, fall through for the year, but in all likelihood become a black belt, you can cancel the balance of the agreement, no problem, uh, no obligation, no no if, ands, or buts. I like that. Is, I like that. Is, I've always found that to be a useful fallback. I prefer not to give that option to everybody, to give it to the one out of five or one out of ten that that really kind of object to the contract and not let it not get sold that day. Okay. Yeah, Michelle, that, that's a critical component. Um, that it's a bit it's a bit of trying to walk a tightrope between mm-hmm. systemization and having a really elegant kind of process in the sales process. You know, the the whole purpose of the linear sales model is so that staff can easily follow it. They know what step they're on. They know where they have to go, and they don't put the cart before the horse. They don't. They don't like you said. You know, you don't offer that to everybody. And and what most people do, well, not most. What an awful lot of folks do, especially in this in this segment of the business, is that they've kind of made the sales process as easy as they can, meaning they've tried to take as many objections away as they can, so that staff can execute it relatively well. Mm-hmm. Which leaves an awful lot of money on the table, but also misses an awful lot of folks who would have, who would have ordinarily enrolled, or makes flaky enrollments long term. So I, I think again, go back to the five step linear sales process. If you if you do that linear piece of it, contract will almost never. I mean, maybe one percent, you know, maybe maybe a quarter of a percent of the time, will contract ever be a problem. And then you've got the gold belt guarantee in your back pocket if you need to use it, right? But you don't put that in the sales process. I, would. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make any you know yeah. you have to. Uh, you know, I, I I I I think what you just said is perhaps a little optimistic. Is I think in most contexts, without it being your eye, is you know contract becomes. I mean, there, there's really when it comes down to it, there's what there's three possible objections. There's I'm you know I can't show up twice a week. Um, I don't want to commit myself for blank period of time, and by the way, you have as many objections for three months as you do for 12 years, you know, 12 months as you do for 18 months in many cases, and it's, you know, I, it's either too much money, meaning I can't afford it, or it's too much money you haven't told me on value, right? And, um, you know, I, I tend to think that at least one of those three, usually the two of the three, get mentioned in, become a little bit of a barrier in almost every conference, when you're having staff do it, what they have a tendency to do is they have a tendency to take, dad clears his voice and says, oh, that's a lot of money. They take that as a serious objection and they start running down the rat hole trying to answer it, rather than just shutting the hell up and having the dad smack the kid and saying, well, are you going to be really serious about this? Well, if you're going to be really serious about this, maybe. But what do you think? Are you going to be really serious? Oh, yeah, yes. Um, you say yes, yes, sir. Uh, well, Marge, what do you think? Well, no, he really. I think it's going to be really good for him. Okay. See, I mean, if you just at some point learn to shut up, then 
that's where a lot of these things who seem like they're a big objection really aren't. And so that's why I say that's being a little optimistic is a lot of your staff will think they're getting objections when it's really somebody convincing themselves out loud. And they should just sit there and listen to the conversation play out and not try to justify or rationalize anything. Is that a fair statement? Right. right. Um, I I think the other part of it is is that in that context is I never want to try to justify price. I want to always build value. And what I see, again, this is multi-school context, but weak staff members tend to be those who feel like they have to justify price, feel like your prices are too high, or they end up with, you give them a tool like that gold belt guarantee and suddenly you've got, uh, you know, uh, half of the contracts come through or like that. Uh, which, by the way, I mean, you know, it's the other thing. Um, you know, for years I always had it where every contract and every check came to this corporate office. And I, every Monday morning before the staff meeting, I looked through everything before they ever got deposited in the bank or faxed off to the billing company. Uh, nowadays, uh, we even have it set up where there's a central fax number and it copies the billing company and me and I can look at them as they come through. So you want to be in a multi-school environment on top of that in a single-school environment. Uh, Either way, what you know is weak salesperson is timid, ends up with, you know, 30% or 40% with some kind of cancellation clause. Uh, The guys who are halfway decent, it's going to be more like 5% maybe. Um, um, Maybe, you know, they'll hit a run of 10% occasionally, but... Um, you know, done well, it should never be, you know, be much more than that. We are over our timeline. I guess we can, um, I'm not sure if I'm running into a different one already in books or not. Uh, I'm certainly open to another question or two if we, if we're, uh, uh, have any. Yeah, we've lost a few. I think that, I think the uh, folks are kind of jumping into the class teaching, but, uh, yeah, if anybody has had another question, just hit star six on your phone and if not, we'll wrap up. But, um, uh, just as a quick reminder, uh, the specific process is relatively granularly broken out. If you go to that um, Business Systems 101 and just hover over that, and you'll see the introductory process and then the enrollment-sales process as well. So take a look at that. And, and I think once you go through that linear sales model piece of it, you'll see why contract is pretty easy to overcome. It just really never comes up. And, and you know, things like that. You, you'll see why those pieces of the puzzle become much easier to assemble when you're only walking someone through one point of decision at a time and you're getting a confirmation. So, um, I, you know, I think that would be pretty useful. So somebody from 415 uh, just popped over. Who's, that, who's, that, who's there? Hi, uh, Pete Johnson. Pete! Hey, I got a question regarding when, do you, when is a good time to dismiss kids from the enrollment conferences or when do you want them present there? What's the timing on something like that? There's, uh, um, I, 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 I guess there's two schools of thought. My school of thought is I want them there the entire time. Um, um, you know, I, I know that some people are, like, timid when it starts talking about money uh, in front of the kid. Um, what what I prefer is, you know, I mean, I'm mixing in follow-through and commitment and be a black belt, how long it's going to take and how all that's doing and in all the process. 
you know, and I want dad or mom to be able to look at the kid and say, okay, you're going to have to be serious about this, or, you know, this is something we're really going to do. And, I mean, I kind of want to have that kind of back-and-forth conversation going on. Um, Toby, do you have a different thought about that, or is that really congruent? No, I I think that's right. I mean, I, I... I know some folks are kind of uncomfortable with it for some reason, and they like to do it. They'd like to like finish that second lesson or whatever if they're doing it as a one-on-one lesson, and then they they send the kid out to the floor while you're doing the sales part of the conference. And you know, I've 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 seen both. I don't think it. I, I'm not sure if, if I can tell you that that I know of the statistical difference, but I do like the dynamic of having um, not. I do like the dynamic of not having the. Well, we've got to go talk to Johnny and make sure he's serious about this. You know what I mean? I like Johnny to be like right there. <laughs> you know? Well, well, let's talk about it. You know? What I mean, let's. Yeah, I'd rather they do all that in front of me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, that, that's that's exactly right. Um, you know, I I I don't particularly like. Let me take the parents in while the kids in class, and 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 do it. I'll always go. You know, if 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 it's in the class environment, I'll go pull the kid out of class. And have them be involved. I mean, you do have to be aware of how wordy you're getting and kind of sales process rule 101. If you're talking too much, you know, you're, it's, um, there's a couple great movies over the years. Ten Men was one of them I remember. Um, uh, what was it? Glenn Gary, Dylan Ross. One of them, you know, great lines was, you know, uh, okay, stupid, you sold it, don't buy it back. Um, you know, it's, there's there's always a point at which if you're asking questions and given a simple presentation, you're getting a high closing rate. If you're talking too much, you talk them into it, then you say something, talk them out of it, or or you say so much that you get them confused. And, you know, my rule, number one, has always been a confused prospect doesn't buy anything, right? So, um, you know, simple and sweet and short, um, and of course, sales training number one is yes, keep it simple, stupid, you know. Or if you want to be more polite, you know, keep it simple and straightforward. But you know, don't get too complicated. Well, good, Peter. Any any, any additional questions, or anybody else have one or two since we're uh, extending the time a tip, uh, tad bit? No, that was great. Well, good. Well, Matt, Milroy, if that's, if that's it, um, I guess we should wrap up. But if any, if, again, if any any of these calls, and of course for peak performers in our circle, we're essentially getting together uh, more or less every week. Uh, we did a couple bonus calls the last couple weeks as well on the group on thing and a couple of other. Uh, and all of that, uh, uh, the kids marketing, uh, which was really designed initially for the MMA guys launching kids program. But uh, we have those as replays. I had sent those out as MP3s, Matt Miller. I'm not sure if you have those up on the, the member site or not yet. I don't think I do. I'll take a look. Yeah, but either way, I had, I had sent those out, uh, the MP3s, so they uh, they can reference back to their email and say if they missed those bonus calls. Well, great. Any other questions? I mean, uh, if you think of it as soon as you hang up, email either one of us. We're happy to get back to you right away. Uh, or if you're in a and we get our, our one-on-one call, uh, or our next small group mastermind call, we're happy to, to expand from there. Yeah, and certainly on the, uh, looks like we have like, I don't know, I don't know, 
30 or 40 people enter in students on the uh, on the uh, little IANAP thing. So um, um, if you have any questions or feedback about that, definitely make sure you send it over so we can we can take a look. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, sir. Okay, thanks.